Welcome back, Cowgirl fans, Cowgirl softball fans, and just every softball fan that tunes in. Welcome back to our fourth episode now of Cowgirl Corner. I'm excited to have you on. I am your co-host, Aubrey Fippen, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss Chelsea Alexander, OSU softball alum and future Miss Spark, Oklahoma <laughs> City Spark. And I know that you guys yep. kind of talked about that a little bit last night with uh, Destiny and uh, Ryan Chapman on the road to OKC, which was so much fun to hear you guys, you know, kind of talk about y'all's future together and just what that's going to kind of look like for y'all in OKC. Um, but I, I love that. So that was a lot of fun. How yeah, are you doing, yeah, Chelsea? I'm doing, I'm doing great. It's a, a nice kind of gloomy day, but a good one nonetheless. So can't complain there. And yeah, so the road to OKC was a lot of fun to catch up with Ryan and Destiny and kind of recap the Florida State series. But also, fun fact, um, we got into Spark, which Destiny works um, with the team on the administrative side, and I'm obviously playing. And it's really cool to see. It's a kind of another full circle moment. I interned with Destiny at USA Softball. Oh, really? So I've talked a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's so I so talked cool. a little bit about the full circle moment with Coach Flores. Recruiting I don't think me. that was even known because Ryan asked me for your number to have you on. And I was like, yeah, of course. And so I don't <laughs> even know if he knew that connection right there. He might not have. I was thinking about that after. Um, I've known, So I've known her. I applied to be an intern there the summer after my freshman year. So that would be summer of 2018 and didn't get it. So I went to work just on event staff as like a little runaround girl for the World Series and some other events. Um, but I worked just at the Hall of Fame with Destiny. I didn't like do a lot of in- I didn't do the internship, obviously, but I worked with Destiny. And then I reapplied the next year, the summer of 19 and got it. Um, so I was with Destiny quite a bit and that was a lot of fun. So I've known her for few years now so it's really cool um so I'm glad she's on our side on our team she's has an incredible resume um and a really really quality person so yes. she's a great time she seemed I've never met her yet hopefully hopefully that'll be you know happen eventually I'm sure I'll run to her eventually she's just you know she kind of she filled in for Nicole Mendez who mm-hmm. normally does the road to OKC with Ryan uh, but that was that's a cool connection. I had no idea because I know you yeah. go. I heard you go on the phone. You're like, "Hey, girl, what's up again?" So that <laughs> that's so much, that's fun. I I love that, and that's what you can, you know, love most about in the media business is getting to see familiar faces and having. That's why it's been so much fun for me starting this podcast and Ryan kind of nice enough to take me under and help <laughs> me do this. Is you know making those connections with all these softball players and it's just it's a lot of fun. Yep. And so you can appreciate yep. the small things like that. The small world of softball. And small, but <laughs> huge. In Oklahoma City or just Oklahoma general, it's pretty big world now. Oh, yeah. It's definitely growing. Um, so it's a lot of fun. We kind of talked about that as well. I'm like, what a time to be alive or to be, sorry, with that too. What a time, what to, be a time to be alive. What a time to be a softball player in Oklahoma. I mean, wow. Like holding or even a softball fan. Like it's the whole sport, it's it's fans, it's coaches, it's players. I mean, everything. Like, how cool is it having number one, number two from um, in the polls and the rankings from Oklahoma? I mean, like, that's just, it's it's actually insane to me. It blows my mind. I mean, 
rightfully so. I think it's, I mean, well-deserved on both ends, but it's just really cool. I'm curious if that's ever happened before um, or, and when the last time that happened was, you know? Yeah. Like, that had to be, both. that's something I, that's a, that's a good point to make. <laughs> maybe I should figure that out yeah, before next week. Oklahoma. Not even Oklahoma. Like has any state had both teams be in the top two? The only, I mean, the only thing I could think of for that happening would probably have to be like maybe Florida and Florida State. Yeah. Because those, but I don't even know if that's happened yet, to be honest. Yeah. Cause they're kind of like peaks, I feel like weren't quite lined up. Yeah. Cause uh, they, yeah, they, I feel like they're but, usually, I mean, for the most part, they're you both in the World Series. But being know. one I, and two, that's. Yeah. That's I mean, a good that question. thought just came to me. I feel like that's something. That's a good question up. for our listeners. If y'all know that answer, please <laughs> shout us out with that answer. Trivia question for y'all. Question. Um, Once anyway. we have merch, we, you can win merch. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can win um, a koozie that we're ordering. A cowgirl corner koozie. You get the trivia question. That is I a tongue twister. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, First, so we'll move on to kind of. Uh, what OSU had going on this past weekend. We had the FSU uh, series going. OSU moves up to number two in the rankings and improves to 20-2 and two on the season. Love to see that. When was last time OSU was ranked number two? Has that yeah, happened? Another good question. I don't I don't know. I, I'm trying to think. We have all these questions for, for each other. <laughs> we should maybe like, have known these before we got on. have those before we start, and then that way we have the answer – now we're just like spitballing questions. It's like, oh, we don't look, we look like we don't know what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> we'll be really, we're just trying to test you guys. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I'm trying to think like throughout my time, if we ever held number two and I, I, I mean, I could com- be completely blanking, so I'm not going to own this question with a hundred percent certainty, but I don't think that we were ever two. Um, yeah, I, I, really I, don't, don't, I don't think so either. As much as I wish, I, I don't think so. Yeah. So, I mean, like, a really big achievement um, for the program itself. I mean, that's it's a big deal. It's exciting. I know there's an argument, like, rankings don't really mean anything. And, honestly, I'm kind of in that that boat. I'm on that side. Like, I want to know who's going to be in the last two games or in the last game. Like, that's that's all I care about. Um, I can I don't only hope and pray for a Bedlam championship, please. Softball oh, gods, hear us. <laughs> the state of Oklahoma would go insane. I remember my first, it was our first World Series trip um, in 19. Um, and we had a Bedlam matchup. And it was insane. They hadn't added on the extra seating yet. And there was just like, it was, it was, you couldn't walk. Like it was just overpower. And it was the first time that I was in the world series or that, yeah, that my team, like us girls had been in the world series and we're like, I remember like being like running out or I'd be on, I think I was on base. I don't know. I don't really remember, but like my knee would be shaking. Um, Cause yeah, the pressure jogging out of the dugout and be like, my heart's just kind of pounding a little extra fast. Um, but no, it, it would cool. It'd be cool to have a bedlam matchup for the the championship series. I think everyone in the state wants that. I for sure want that. I'd love to see that. But anyway, 
we I'm going to kind of just give a little bit of a background of the games from Florida State series. You know, OSU going two and one against them. I mean, we would have loved to see a sweep, but at the same time, I kind of like to see a little bit of adversity in the beginning of the season for the Cowgirls. Um, just, to see, you know, a little bit of a test for them and top six matchup and then them going to Norman right after having a top six matchup and seeing not not are you struggling by any means, but at least giving them a little bit of a run for their money. I mean, it felt like a super regional like this should not be a midweek. I mean, March game <laughs> at yeah, Rita right. Hines. Uh, so we yeah. love to see that. And um, hats off to Florida State for wanting to go to the one and two team and, you know, testing their ability. And, and it just it's going to help them in the longer help us help them in the long run for the World Series. So fun weekend um, all around in Oklahoma. Some good softball if you guys missed it. Um, but we'll do. I'll just do a little bit scores for each game, Chelsea. And I know you were at games, so I'll let you kind of do a little bit of a deep dive of your thoughts and, you know, just the atmosphere and energy for the games. Um, but first game on Friday, that was our, our first loss, 5-7. to seven. And then Saturday, uh, run rule, 9-1. to one. It's a big difference right there between those two games. And oh, then 3-2 yeah. win. On Sunday against Florida State. So tell me, Chelsea, I wish I could have been there for this series. And I don't, you said you got there a little bit late on Friday, but you were there for all three games. Just tell me kind of like what the atmosphere was like and just the difference between Friday, maybe compared to Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, Friday you had a later game. Um, it was a little cold. I, I got there. I didn't realize it was going to be that cold. I got there. I'd work out. So I was like, ah, I'm not going to be able to make it. And they ended up starting later than I thought. So I was like, oh, like I can catch the back end. Ended up being like the longest game ever. Baseball Three and, and a half hours. Yeah. Baseball and softball started at the same time. And they played a baseball game bef- before they finished the softball game. Like they, it was crazy. I was like, what the heck is going on? So super long game. I late um a big big matchup against a really good team and I I got there and I started hearing like oh the and I said last night I love you fans but you guys we love our players I'm I'm right there with you we love our players we think they're the greatest thing ever and most of the time they are but sometimes they're not clicking an umpire has a tighter zone my thing is like if you're gonna have a tight zone be consistent and call it both ways so I guess I got there and I hadn't been been at the game obviously and I walk in and we're down like three three to nothing had like two hits or maybe like one like we had no hits actually it was zero because I talked to Sh- I talked to Shat and she's like we have no hits and I was like oh good good um so you know there's a lot of things to blame on I I don't know what the deal was with the loss once I got there we started kind of hitting a little bit more and then you just got the back and forth and you don't know. I don't really know what it was. So I thought that energy was probably a little bit slower, a little more of a lull Friday night. Um, of course, big Saturday game, two o'clock in the afternoon, better weather. Backs are against the wall now and you got to come out punching because if you don't win the Saturday game after losing Friday, you don't win. the. You have no chance at winning the series. So you see them come out a lot more intent on their um, at the plate. But here's my thing. No matter, like, Florida State's pitching staff is really good, but I didn't – I'm really glad to see us take Saturday and Sunday's game because if we just won Saturday's 
and then turned around and lost when they're throwing their ace, Sander Cock, and, you know, the top end of their staff that they saw on Friday night. Yeah. It almost seems like that, not that that win on Saturday wanted to meant anything, but it's kind of like, eh, okay, well, you, you won against their second, like third, fourth pitchers, whatever they are. Two and one is a big difference from one and one. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So I'm really so, glad. Because I mean, did. you split a series, you're like, uh, you know, you, you feel good about your one win and at least you run ruled the second time and you answered after a loss, but it, going back and then winning another one that makes you feel a lot better about winning two times yeah. versus just splitting a series. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then you win against their ACE, um, you know, and so it just solidifies your feeling um, like OSC's feeling like solidifies what we believe and what we know. And so to see them come out and take two from a top five team or at the time, like five, number five, six, I'll say top five. It was really good. Um, the energy for me, I, I, it was hard. It was hard being on the other side of the fence. Like it was so weird. So that was the second home weekend for the cowgirls, but my first time being back and actually watching a softball game period, um, let alone watching an OSU game like live in person. So I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. Like it, it was like I wanted to be anxious and like kind of nervous, but then I was also I had this like weird calm about me. Like I, not that I didn't care if they won, but like I didn't have the pressure riding on me, you know. So it was so different. It was it was good. I feel like I was probably a little bit distracted, which kind of stinks. But so many people out there that like I want to catch up with that I haven't seen in a while, and so I was running around saying hi. I love catching up with old fans or like old with fans they're not old fans they're current fans but um whole different perspective yeah, huh yeah it, it was weird like I don't know how to describe it exactly it's just it's different um but it's cool I mean it, it's cool to see them play well and like I said I'm really glad that we turned around and got Saturday and Sunday's game for oh can you hear me yeah sorry I just cut you out a little bit there for a sec Yep, my bad. The weather probably has my service a little bit worse. No, you're good. Um, but yeah, so I was going to add, like, we played Florida State on our bye weekend last weekend, or last year. So we went, like, Texas, I think, then Florida State, OU, then Big 12 tournament, and the rest of postseason. And so you got, I mean, you add in, like, Texas, Florida State, and OU, that's basically three extra weekends of postseason. And so I, I like loved playing this really high caliber teams right before we go into postseason because it's it's putting you in a really good position. Um, but it's going to give you a glimpse into, you know, being in the World Series for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then you add in that OU and Texas were the last two teams last year. Like that was a great yeah. lineup right there um, at the end of the year. But that being said, I think it was really smart for Florida State to come here. Um, have them come up early. It's a spring break, or I think it's still their spring break too. Um, it's spring break for us. And so you get to add in, you know, some travel and come up and play two top five teams. At, and I mean, yeah, just see more of some pressure time. early on in the season compared yeah, you know, to, I, yeah, exactly. And get that test early enough that you have time to make adjustments after playing them. Exactly. Right? So you can kind of pinpoint your weaknesses, see where you can improve, um, on both ends. So really good job scheduling. I think it's awesome that they came up here. It's awesome for the fans. I love get... for that to be a regular thing, honestly. Right. You know, I believe that I love, 
I've always kind of loved Florida State. I know we have some history with them. I, I love the energy they play with. I love their coach. I've always heard really good things. Love about their her. coach. Um, OU alum. Yeah, yeah. So I I mean, we've been going there or we went there for the first time last year. They came here. I can see it being a back and forth thing for OSU at least. So I can only hope so. Honestly, I would love to have Again, that test early on in the season is great for the Cowgirls. It really puts some perspective for the rest of the year. Um, kind of, And what to expect in the World Series because, I mean, if we're being honest, I do think Florida will be one of the teams that we will see in the World Series. She means and Florida. we will but, see Sandercock throwing probably most of those games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sandercock. So that was another thing. I felt like we hit really well off of Sandercock Agreed. on Sunday. And Sander and Sandercock has always kind of had our number. I mean, honestly, she's a really good pitcher. Um, and we've never really been able to figure her out consistently enough to where we're just showing out. So to see them do that, I mean, they, we had some hard hit balls off of her on Sunday. So that was really cool to see um, them coming to plate with the intent. Like, hey, you had us on Friday, but we got you now and had her right off the start. So that was cool. And that's as as a coach, I mean, that's really all you can ask for is how you answer a loss like that. How you guys answer is ultimately ultimately the team that you are, like all together. Like how you answer this loss or these things that went wrong and how you answer the next day shows who they are as a team. And that's that's really all you can ask for as a coach to go out and run rule the next day. I mean, what more could you ask for? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was a it was a great game, um, a great finish to the weekend, and yeah, I mean, it, it was fun to be out there. So I'm looking forward to more more home games, being on the other side of the fence. For sure, I'm glad that you had a chance to get out there this weekend, and uh, hopefully, we can work something out where we can have our uh, podcast out there live one eventually, but um, we will go ahead and move on. Um, We're going to take a quick break. Uh, When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit, just kind of deep dive into the loss a little bit on Friday. Just talking a little bit about Kelly. I, I won't say anything now, um, but just a little bit about Kelly. Some questions that we had from some of our followers on Twitter Um, But when we get back, we will talk about those things. So stick with us. Randy's Pool specializes in quality pool service and custom builds. In addition to designing and building custom, affordable, resort-style family pools, Randy's Pools also offers pool equipment, repair, replacement, and upgrades. Whether you're looking for a new custom swimming pool, a remodel, or simply routine maintenance, Randy's Pools will go above and beyond for you. Call 405-820-0105 or visit randyspools.com for more information. That's 405-820-0105 or randyspools.com. Welcome back, everybody. I'm here with Chelsea Alexander, and we are going to talk about, well, first off... uh, yeah, Aubin cut our segment one short. We know you guys are all dying to know. We forgot to do our player of the week. Um, Oops, sorry. So we're going <laughs> to so do that real quick. And our player of the week. So we've decided 
our player of the week is almost always the same. And if it's different, it's because like we were like, oh, you took so-and-so, I'll pick somebody else. We're going to combine our player of the week and just select one player of the week um, because we always seem to be in agreement with it. So Hey, great minds not? think alike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when you have somebody show out like Kyra Acock did this weekend, I mean, it's well-deserving for both of us to pick the same person. So that is our player of the week for week four is the freshman Kyra. True freshman. Killer Kyra. Killer Kyra, true, true freshman. freshman, wheeling and dealing in the circle. I mean, that girl came to play. And she, if you were, so we're recording on Thursday right now. If you got a little bit of the game last night against Central Arkansas, she was wheeling and dealing that game too. She came in yeah, and she, she, she finished, well, te- technically uh, Maxwell finished the game, but Kyra was, was throwing, but She's our, she's, I picked her, it's been kind of easy for us to pick our players of the week, and this is kind of why we've corresponded so much, just because she is the fifth girl from the Cowgirls that is a Big 12 softball player of the week, and she won Big 12 pitcher of the week, making that five total for the Cowgirls this year, and the only Big 12 team that's touching that has two players and I, I don't know who it is. I, if I probably yeah. had to guess. It would probably be OU if I had to guess. Maybe sure. Baylor, sure. um, one of those two. But they the most that anyone is coming close is two players a week while we have five. So, yeah, n- props to Cowgirls just showing out every week. But she it becomes the fifth Big 12 softball player of the week for the Cowgirls with pitcher of the week. Um, like I said, no other team has more than two. And she is the first Big 12 true freshman to win since 2016. So that's a pretty big deal. That's seven years ago. What? (laughs) Golly. Eight years ago. Did I do my math right? (laughs) Wait. Uh, Seven. seven Seven-ish. Something like that. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Or six and some change or something. But yeah. So trivia question for our listeners. (laughs) We're just loaded with trivia questions. We're trying to engage you guys on social media. So here's some reasons that you guys can uh, interact with us. Who was the last true freshman to win a Big 12 Player of the Week award? So it was obviously that there's a hint. It was in 2016. Um, And I guess that I'm not I'm not going to say anymore. You guys, that's it. We'll (laughs) wrap up there because first person to tweet at us with the answer is going to get some type of free merch. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Okay, first person. Not every person, just the first one. <laughs> first one, yeah. We, we ain't there yet. It's only our fourth episode, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm going to um, do just a little bit so, of a... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, you're on. Good. Tell us about Kyra. So I, I think we're kind of... As we're as me and Chelsea go, we're kind of learning our routine and what we like best, you know, how we want each week to be laid out. Like we said, we're kind of deciding that most week we have pretty much the same player of the week. So I think we're just going to keep that rolling and I'm going to be kind of the background person, maybe throwing a few statistics every now and then. And then Chelsea's going to name off like why for that specific game that she thinks they deserve player of the week. Cause like I've said plenty of times before, some of my favorite things about the sports is getting to learn people's backgrounds and I'm just a little bit about them other than, I mean, Obviously, it's mainly about softball, but just getting to know them kind of on a more personal level. Um, but anyway, 
So Kyra, it was nationally recognized as a top-level talent and ranked 10th among all high school pitchers in Extra Innings Softball's 2022 Extra Elite 100. Three-time softball letter winner at Northgate High School, where she is from. Um, she's from Georgia. Um, she earned 2021 Second Team All-Region and All-County honors and led Northgate to consecutive state playoff appearances in 2020 and 2021. Sported a light .60 ERA from the circle and averaged 364 at the plate in her senior season. If anyone knows about ERA, then that's 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 kind of okay for for a high school pitcher. <laughs> just, just okay. <laughs> yeah, just okay. But she played it's close really off. Good. Yeah, no, it's it's very good. I would love for her ERA to stay that same at OSU. That would be really cool. <laughs> Um, but she played club softball for the Atlanta Vipers under coach Stacy Tambora. Hopefully I said her name right. She racked up 191 strikeouts in 170, 173 innings of work in the summer of 21 and capped off the 21 club season with a triple crown Southeast National Championship. So being a true freshman, she already has a resume. Yeah, yeah. So now she gets to keep building on that and write herself a new resume at OSU. So that's really cool. I mean, it is, it's fun to learn about the players more, especially not being on the team anymore. There's so many new girls, especially this year that I feel like there's a lot of people I don't know. So it's always nice to learn, learn about who we're watching and who we're cheering, cheering for. But, you know, my big thing is her being a true freshman. She's not pitched like it. Um, and you know, I say that it looks very comfortable for being a true freshman. Yeah. And, and again, a top five team coming at home. I mean, there's a lot of nerves there. A lot of jitters. You're a true freshman. You're seeing your first high, high. I don't want to say first. You're seeing a very high caliber team, a really good offense. Um, and she just shut them out. I mean, she, she threw so well. It was really cool to see, and she seemed to keep her composure, and she was out there, looked like she was having a great time, and so I, I love to see a true freshman. Um, I love to see any kid out there just having fun, any kid. <laughs> I say that like I'm so old. Um, any player out there, like, just having a great time, because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, and so when you're having fun and enjoying what you're doing, enjoying who you're doing it with, that's when the success comes really easy. Um, sure. And the success isn't any fun if you're miserable, right? So to see her really, I mean, it kind of goes back to what Morgan was talking about. Like these girls seem to be meshing really well. And, you know, we can't speak to off the field what it looks like. But if I had to guess from my past experiences, they're having a great time off the field and that's just carrying right back onto the field. So to see them, um, the the whole team, the dugout, the the defense hop behind Kyra and support her from the get-go. I mean, she's in, I'll be excited to see how her career goes because she keeps on this track. I mean, it's going to be really impressive. So it's cool. I mean, for her to keep her composure out there and take it to the top five team and handle them really well. I mean, easy player of the week for us. So great job, Kyra. Yeah. (laughs) You're listening. Hats off to you, Kyra girl. I mean, you're stepping into your role as a true freshman Quite nicely. And I did look up. She, she doesn't have a point six zero ERA like she does in high school, but she has a 1.87 ERA. And that's still pretty good for a true freshman. Yep. Absolutely. So, hats off to you, girl. Player of the week. Love to see that. Sorry, we're 
a little, a little late on that, but that's okay. At least we hit it. <laughs> we didn't forget you. Just opened it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just need Chelsea to call me out. I remember. Because she was like, because we're on Zoom doing this, and she's like making, trying to like spell out, play like P O W with her hands. And I'm like, and I'm like, pointing to my phone. I'm like, text me. Like, what are you talking about? And then I stopped the recording, and she's like, I was trying to say P O W. Like, you kind of forgot our player of the week. And I'm like, I don't know how I forget forget that because that's one of my favorite parts of the show is talking about the player of the week. But <laughs> thank you, Chelsea, for remembering that because I don't even know if I would have talked about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's two of us. So yes, but yeah, no, we got it. She's well deserving. Always got to got to give her some glory right there. And I guess that moves us into our next segment. Yeah. Uh, so moving on. Um, so we had a little bit of trouble. We were kind of trying to decide what we really wanted to touch base on. Uh, we could kind of go in a lot of different directions this week. We didn't have anybody on because we're kind of trying to spread out guests and, you know, all that good stuff, you know, kind of figuring out our flow together. But I'm one thing that kind of stuck out to me from this weekend was the loss on Friday. And I feel like it needs to be addressed a little bit, not too much to where we need to hammer in on it because, like I said, it's – I don't want to say I like losing early in the season, but I do like seeing that adversity for a number two team, number three at the time, technically. But I like to see that adversity early in the season against a good team like that. So I don't necessarily think a loss like that is a big deal right now. But I think it's safe to say, I mean, because that loss was with, you know, supposed to be our ace, Kelly Maxwell. And and I know you said that there was kind of chatter about maybe the umpire strike zone being very small and her kind of trying to adjust to that. But her, it's she was, it was very unlike her this Friday. She definitely was not the Kelly Maxwell that we know. Um, it looks like there was a lot of walks, maybe some miscommunication. I'm not really sure. Again, that could be her being, you know, just kind of maybe feeling the pressure of the first night of the series against a top six team, you know, trying to adjust her strike zone and them hitting well off of her. So a lot of things can go into that of why maybe it just wasn't her night. Um, But again, I don't want to hone in too much on like we need to be worried about Kelly Maxwell because I don't think that's the case at all. I never worry about Kelly Maxwell. I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, she, like you said, I think it's good um, for her to be shaken up just a little bit. If you have a, I don't know, I'm assuming I'm not a pitcher. So, but from my experience playing, um, if you have an umpire that's calling a tight zone and not really giving you your normal pitches, I'd imagine you could kind of start to try and press like, okay, well, I can't throw it there. And then, then you're worried about plating it. And, it's just a lot. So, and then especially if you have a good offense being disciplined at the plate, hitting the pitches that they should hit, um, letting the ones not, not chasing, not making it easier on the pitcher. Um, you're going to struggle a little bit more. I think that that's probably all that we can chalk that up to. And I'm not worried about Kelly at all. Like I said, having some good, um, good teams, good. I know it's not a win, but some good games against some good teams under her belt early, She's going to continue to be doing Kelly Maxwell things. I'm not, I don't have any doubt about that. She's steady Eddie out there. So I think that it was just, you know, not your night. And it's 
easy to say that. I mean, but she still had six strikeouts. She did walk um, seven batters, seven batters, which again, and a home run, which (laughs) I'm I'm not saying and this and this and this. I'm just again, it's just it's unlike her. We don't see this side of her very often. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it, it is definitely out of character for Kelly. And like I said, we're always used to our players being really good. And just because she has one off game and she's still really good. So, um, like I said, it's good for her to get a challenge early. She has some points that she can go back and work on. And if I know Kelly, I know she is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried at all. I think we'll be just fine. And – and another point to that is, sorry, I just cut you off. That. No, no, you're good, girl. <laughs> um, another point to that is when your ace doesn't have her best stuff that night, it gives you an opportunity to see a staff work together. So Lexi comes in, um, you know, and she, we ended up losing. So it's hard to be like, yeah, the staff came together and turned, played really well. And, you know, it's just part of it. You're going to give up some games. Um, but throughout the whole weekend, you get to see your ace doesn't have her best stuff, so you can bring in Lexi. She finishes up all right. I mean, you have some back and forth with offenses. It is what it is. Kyra, the freshman, comes in, shuts them out. Offense is on, all, firing on all cylinders. And then you have Kelly and Lexi coming back on Sunday. And so it's a really good opportunity to see each other, see the pitchers lean on each other a little bit more and 100%. see them really work together, which is a great thing because you're not going to have – to go all the way to the end, it's going to be really hard to rely on one pitcher, and that's never what we've been here. Um, <laughs> I say that. Um, we've always been trying to build a really good staff, and I think that it's really cool to see them have that this year um, with Ivy, Kyra, I mean, up and down, even some of the younger kids that don't get as many innings, like they're still part of that staff that are working together to make each other better in practice, on the field, picking each other up. I mean, it's cool to see um, and get them that experience as an entire pitching staff. Exactly. I love that point. And that, yeah, that just goes, that attests to why Kyra's our player of the week. You know, she's seeing the struggle on Friday from what's supposed to be our ace and her coming in the circle and realizing, okay, it's my turn to step up and prove that I can be there for this team when they need me in times like this. And she did exactly what she did. She stepped into that role and she perfectly executed, not, not perfectly, but almost per- she had a great game, but and so I know another she thing, have a really good game. Yeah. She, there's not enough you can say besides, I mean, if she would have had a perfect game, which Lexi has, which Killfoyle has, which, <laughs> Um, but anyway, so I know we were trying to be more, I don't know the right word for it, but trying to be more active on social media and trying to get everybody involved in, and that's how we, you know, get more followers to listen to us is trying to be active on Twitter and have people reach out to us. And so I just tweeted earlier this week, cause we, me and Chelsea were kind of drawn a blank. We're like, what should, we need a topic. Like I can't. I said, give the people what they want. Go to Twitter and ask them. So for all of you guys that answered Aubin and I's tweets and let us know some of your thoughts, thank you. We appreciate it. We love um, having that interaction. And we want you guys to hear. And we want to talk about what you guys want to hear about. So, um, yeah. So what what was that this week, Aubin? <laughs> yeah. So, again, thank you to everybody. But this is 
I feel like just a hot topic in general right now for where the cowgirls are at in their season is the hitting difference. And you and I kind of talked about this earlier, and you'll hit on this more than I want to. But we it's it's clear to see that we are OSU is hitting. I need to stop saying we. OSU is <laughs> <I> hitting. <mean. laughs> the cowgirls are hitting. Yeah, I'm doing great. I mean, <laughs> I'm no, I'm Rachel Becker. No, I'm just kidding. But the cowgirls are hitting amazing this year. They, they have are, a, yep. they have a th- they're a top five in the league. I have a statistic that I'm going to pull up that popped up during one of the games uh, the other day. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? I really hope I didn't delete it. Oh, there it is. Batting average 381. That's third in the country right now. On base percentage, we're averaging 477. That's fourth in the in the NCAA right now. Slugging percentage is 617, which is fifth in the nation right now. So you can definitely tell that the Cowgirls' bats are hot, and that's for sure, and a little bit to attest to our new coach that we have. But also, I'm going to let you hit on this, Chelsea, is it's a mix of different things. And so what is your point of view or what's your, you know, your opinion on that question? Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to talk about the hitting because they are hitting really well. So rightfully so, I completely understand. And you know, it is a mix of different things. There's a new coach, half the team is new, and you're coming off your third straight World Series experience. So there's, or World Series trip. So there's a lot of experience there. So, you know, in my opinion, I think the biggest, it's just a mixture of all that. It's giving, with having a new team, and then the girls that were there play come with a lot of experience. I mean, Shy, Kylie, um, you know, Kate, even she's having some fifth year COVID seniors. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of experience, um, in the, the people that were there before that weren't a transfer. What is that? Some returners. That's the word I'm looking for. There's a lot of experience in those throughout those returners. And then you combine that with, I mean, we've said it before. I think there was like 14. I could be a little bit. I believe it's 14. We could be wrong. We're wrong a lot. excuse me um yeah and then you combine that with 14 new girls with a lot of life a lot of energy and then a new hitting coach with a different approach and I think all those just kind of have given some new life to this offense and a new approach at the plate and a lot more intent at throughout the offense which I think is I mean it's what we needed it's really good to see them hitting so well but excuse me it is also a long season. So, I mean, er, throughout the – we weren't, like, leading the nation in batting average at any point that I recall, but we were hitting really well last year, too, throughout the early season. Um, and so I'm curious to see how we maintain that. So no discredit to how well they're hitting because their bats are hot. They're firing on all cylinders and having a really good mindset and mentality at the plate. So I love to see that. And I just hope that they can maintain that throughout the rest of the year. So I'd be curious to see, like, let's have this talk again, heading into super regionals or world series or, you know, Bedlam series towards I, the end of the year and see how, how are we still hitting? Cause that's I totally what I want to see. I totally agree. And like, yeah, you're, you're so right. Cause not that we haven't played great teams. I mean, obviously we just came off playing the number six team in the nation, 
Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, you know, I am, like you said, interested to see, you know, as we go on and like last night, I mean, we did get a win against UCA 73, 723. And but and we hit we even we hit well. I think I'm just thinking of one play. Becker, I mean, it was so unlike her. She struck out twice last night. And I was like, this is weird because she's had a 550 batting average. Why is she striking out? Yeah, what's again, on? that's just probably that could just be a one. Hopefully that's just a one game thing. But it it is easy to have hot bats at the beginning of the year. And I mean, not say to go downhill, but like. You're, I no, mean, like, we're as they start to play more conference games because we're we got Baylor series coming up. We're gonna have to travel to Austin, and thankfully Bedlam is in Stillwater this year. But some more tests will be made as we go down the road, and we can't be comfortable. OSU, not we. Geez, cowgirls can't be comfortable. We can say we're part of the you can team. say we. I'm trying to stop we're saying we. You are more than me. I'm trying to stay away from the we word. <laughs> but it, that's no hate to the we universe of OSU, but I'm trying to separate myself a little bit. But anyway, that's nothing to do with anything that's going on. But I'm, like you said, interested to see how the Cowgirls are going to do later on down the road and if this if their batting average will maintain. If anything, I hope it continues to get higher. Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, like it's a long, it's a long season, and so there's going to be peaks and valleys. So even if they go down a little bit, it's not like they don't have a chance to go right back up um, and even better than they are now. So of course we'd like to see them maintain this. Um, being a former player, I understand that we probably won't maintain it at like at every point in the season for every game. Like there's going to be some some lulls, some valleys. So. Um, no stress there. Like, I just want to see how we're hitting at the end of the year. Um, cause that's when it matters. Not that now it doesn't matter. It matters no, too, but for sure. And we did have one more question on Twitter. Matt Fletcher is curious, Chelsea, why right. ditch them to sit with Dr. Schramm? I mean, what gives I, is what Matt says. <laughs> okay. Who wouldn't ditch them to go talk to Dr. Schramm? I don't know so. them, and I know I would ditch them for Dr. Schramm. Sorry, no hate to you guys. I haven't met you guys no, yet. I love the but... social. Um, Dr. Like Strong's like, come sit next to me. I'm be like, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. So I hadn't seen her in it forever. Her and Darren, and they were at the game. And I was like, oh, like I'm gonna go catch up. And of course, we just get to chit chat. And and then like when you start doing good, it's funny because Dr. Strom uh kind of has this thing too. I'm like, okay, once because on okay, on Friday night, I was at the game. I get there, we had no hits. I sit down and I'm watching, they started hitting. I got up because I was about to, I really needed to go to the bathroom. I got up, ran to the bathroom, ran back, and we were losing. And then we had a few more hits and we it's never came fault. back. But but it was my fault. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna own that one. I'm sorry. It's I, all I, on I Chelsea, been, guys. Yeah. I That's why we didn't sweep. Up. So that's why OSU didn't sweep. Jeez. <laughs> I'll take that loss. It's on me. Put it on my record. But no, so then once we started doing good, I was like, okay, well, I can't move. Okay, I gotta stay here. So no, um, yeah, like I said, there's so many people out there and the, at the games that I want to make rounds and go say hi to. And so it's fun to go inside the stadium. I was deck hopping over the weekend too, saying hi to all the people on the decks. And I just had to make my rounds. So as they we miss get you, Charles, they miss you. Season, 
yeah, I miss them. So just got to catch up as we get later in the season. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's Chelsea. And they don't want to talk to me anymore. I'll come sit with the social and I'll be there. Um, but it was just it was my first weekend back out at the stadium. So I had to had to make my rounds, Matt. She's making uh, excuses. Please forgive, <laughs> please forgive me and let me come back to the decks. <laughs> that's funny. All right. With that all being said, I think we're going to move on. We're going to take a quick break first. And then when we get back, we're going to talk about what the Cowgirls got going on this weekend with the Mizuno Classic. Taking on some pretty decent teams this weekend. Hopefully looking for a sweep. We always, you know, always you want. of course you want to see that. But anyway, um, take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> Randy's Pool specializes in quality pool service and custom builds. In addition to designing and building custom, affordable, resort-style family pools, Randy's Pools also offers pool equipment, repair, replacement, and upgrades. Whether you're looking for a new custom swimming pool, a remodel, or simply routine maintenance, Randy's Pools will go above and beyond for you. Call 405-820-0105 or visit randyspools.com for more information. That's 405-820-0105 or randyspools.com. All right, welcome back, guys. We are going to wrap up with our last little bit here. Uh, just talking about what the Cowgirls got going on this weekend, who they're facing, what times games are. If you happen to hear this before games go down then we'll give you the full rundown if not then i guess just skip this segment <laughs> uh but i know we've today so just, we're recording know. this on thursday there's been a little bit of a schedule change if you haven't if anyone didn't know i'm sure most people will know eventually but we'll update you guys on that i do want to talk about that chelsea we gotta plug jordan jordan's doing a great job <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, shout out Jordan. Yeah, we shout so out you every week, so we got to continue the shout outs. <laughs> got to keep the trend going. Doing a good job keeping the people informed. Um, yeah, so this weekend we play. Sorry, my notes just disappeared for a second. Um, Okay, so, yeah, this weekend, the Mizuno Classic. We're back at home, which normally over spring break, we're, like, when I was there, we were road tripping on a bus for the whole week, catching games, and then coming back and driving back and catching more games. And so we're, like, all over the place. So they got pretty lucky. I mean, Conway's a little bit of a drive, but they, I think, made it and, like, went up the day before, stayed the night, yeah. played, and then drove home. Um, and then they're back at home. So – I'm like, man, you guys got it nice getting to stay here during spring break and not have to travel and sleep in your own bed. I'm like, what's up? Um, we did that was not how we did spring break, but Chelsea's like, like uh, I'm jealous. <laughs> back in my day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta do that. Yeah. So they're at home this weekend. <laughs> so they're back at home this weekend with the Mizuno Classic. Yeah, like you said, we got some really good teams coming through. Um Arizona State, Central Florida, Minnesota, Central Florida again. So Friday they have two games, a 2.30 and a 5, Arizona State, then Central Florida. Um, they just play one on Saturday at 2.30 against Minnesota, one on Sunday, wrap up the weekend at noon against Central Florida. So pretty good weekend, pretty good competition. I expect a sweep. 
I'm sure they do too, but we're going to have to come out and play well against these teams. So not letting your guard down, which they didn't against Central Arkansas, which I was really impressed with because I wasn't worried by any means. I knew we should handle them fine, but Central Arkansas had just upset Arkansas um, like a yeah, week or two. I didn't like want to say I was a little, yeah, and I didn't so, want to say I was a little worried about that game, but I wasn't as comfortable as I would probably normally be for an unranked team because of how well they played against Arkansas. And just a quick shout out to one of our, you know, family best friends. Um, one of my best girlfriends, she just graduated from Central Arkansas. She pitched there for several years, so I had to give a quick oh, shout-out wow. to her. So she's actually yeah. helped working on campus there. And so I texted her last night. I said, are you at the game? And she said, yeah, I'm here. I said, well, go Pokes. <laughs> <laughs> Let them know. Yeah, that's cool. So fun fact real quick. My first college home run was at Central Arkansas, the first one over the fence. Hey, oh, actually, period. So Conway holds a special, special place in my heart. I'll never forget. Um, Was it all the, turf then? It, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they have this super high fence. So, um, like their fence is really pretty tall. Like it's probably twice the size or like it looks pretty big. I was like, I don't know how you rob a ball. You got to have hops for that. Yeah. No, there's no robbing a ball there. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's really high. Um, and it's chain link and I hit this ball. And I really didn't think it was out. And so I'm like sprinting and then it goes over and I just keep sprinting. Like I beat my girls, like the team goes out to the plate and everything to celebrate. I beat them to the plate. Like they didn't have time to get to the field. Uh, or to the plate because I was running so fast because I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I was just like sprinting. Yeah. So that was a really cool feeling as a freshman to hit up, um, hit your first home run. It was kind of neat. So I love Central Arkansas, like playing you got there. some good mems there for sure. Yeah. Good mems, good mems for sure. So, but yeah, so I'm glad to see them play well against them. And we were talking about their hitting. They hit, they had like, they kind of started off a little rocky and then like we ended answered. the game with 13 hits though. Yeah. So that's a pretty good night. Um I think it was the fourth inning when they really the bats started going and you oh know Cheyenne was clutch. She had some RBIs right there. I think Work had a double to add to that to add on some RBIs to her average. So a lot of good hitting. Yeah, absolutely. So, a little bit later in the game, but that a win's a win. Yep, absolutely. So, you know, you want to see them come out well this weekend. I'm excited for them to be at home again. Um, Three weekends yeah, in a row. Good weekend. Yeah, I know. How lucky. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Anything else that you want to add or say, Chelsea, before we wrap this up? No, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it. We love doing this every week. So, again, let us know if there's anything you want to hear anything, any questions you want to ask us, whatever it is, let us know. We're here for you guys. So we appreciate you guys and thanks for letting us do what we do. And also shout out to Road to OKC. If you guys like listening to softball, obviously you do if you're tuning into us every week, but you can hear the Road to OKC with Ryan Chapman and Nicole Mendez every Wednesday from eight to nine, or you can go on to the Franchise Podcast Network where you find us and they're going to start uploading their segments as podcasts. So the first one will be with Chelsea and Destiny last Ooh. night if you want to catch some of that. A good stuff, about an hour long just talking general softball, a little bit of OU in there, which 
I think is still a lot of fun. And I still like to know all of that. Because again, yeah. one and two team in the state, never get enough of it. <laughs> yeah. But shout out to them if you want to hear some more softball stuff. Yeah. So they cover a wider like landscape of college yeah. softball versus while we're focusing into specifically OSU softball. So it's kind of cool to see like their perspective on the entire environment, the entire landscape of how everybody's playing. Um, it's kind of, it'd probably be a really great compliment to what, to listen to both of ours. Um, yeah, it really would. If you're trying to kind of get a general, like it, like it's road to OKC is what it's called. And that's perfect. Way to explain it. They're just talking about softball league in general and what's going on, who's what, who's wearing the standings, um, and just all that good stuff. So, yeah, if you're a softball lover, definitely catch their first episode. Miss Chelsea was on for a segment. She sounded phenomenal on there. You did great last night, Chelsea. That's, thank you. I was so nervous yesterday for some reason. You couldn't reason. even tell. <laughs> I was like, I, I know Ryan's like, yeah, Chelsea's kind of freaking out. She's kind of <laughs> wanting me to map her out. And I was like, I'll text. Well, you texted me and I was like, I'll tell I was going to text you and be like, Hey, don't it's chill. Like they'll make <laughs> you feel comfortable and you're good at this stuff. Cause you've been doing it for so long, but <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. It was a great time. So I was, I was glad they had me on and I'm honored to be their first podcast version. So that's super cool. Yeah, first but, episode. Yeah. Yeah, you guys keep checking us out. Go check them out. And thanks for tuning in. For sure. And uh, one more thing before I go. I know I, we always kind of ramble on at the end. But I, <laughs> my goal is to start a separate social media account for Cowgirl Corner. So kind of be on the lookout for that on Twitter, on Facebook. Possibly start a TikTok where we can have our video footage of us on there so you can see our pretty faces, which I know y'all are dying to see. <laughs> what do they look like? <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Something to look forward to next week, petitional, petition, potential, words are hard, a potential alumni guest on next week with us. I'm not going to say who, because I kind of just want to tease it a little bit. Um, but tune in to find out. <laughs> tune in to find out or keep up with us on social media to find out who our fun alumni um, guest will be next week. So... I guess that's it for this week, Chelsea. Are you good? That's it. We'll see you guys or listen to us next week. Appreciate we'll you guys. You next week. <laughs> well, you can maybe see our face next week, but thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, good luck to the cowgirls this weekend, and go Pokes. Go Pokes.